All right, welcome back to another episode of Talking Turkey. We're joined by a tradie turned professional racer, Louise, <laughs> and Benjamin, the meter eater, Hildred. <laughs> so yeah, thanks for joining us, guys. We'll talk a bit of bit of shit for a couple of hours, maybe not quite that long, but um, yeah. How you, how's your day been? Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> Had my last day at work yesterday. Yeah. It's very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Now I'm free forever. Ready so, to go travelling. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, exciting. So yeah, Louise, you've just uh, got on the Nook Proof Sharam team. Is that what? What's the deal with the team exactly? What's your your deal, Louise Ferguson? For everyone, I don't know if I give you actually a proper introduction. So we've got Louise Ferguson and Ben Hildred. Thanks. Um, Louise just recently got announced on the Sharam Nook Proof team. Yeah, talk us through a bit, a bit about that, mate. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Kind of not unexpected, but the guys at Nook Proof are really nice. So I've just been chatting to them for a wee bit, and they um. Look, you gotta use your oh, big voice, man. Like, yeah, you gotta come <laughs> in, talk loud. Um, yeah, you got it good. You got real big ones. Problem is, Louise, you're just like way too modest. You just like, got onto a fucking <laughs> Nook Proof team with Sam Hill. <laughs> I've been shouting it from the rooftops. Everyone would be. I think that's the best part, maybe. Yeah. Being on a poster with Sam Hill. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But I've never met him, but I have listened to some podcasts about him, so I think it's going to be awkward when we first meet. I'm um, sure you'll be all right. I'll <laughs> yeah, be good. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, sorry, talk us through the Yushram Nuke Proof experience yeah. so far. Well, how did it start off? Yeah, um, from the beginning, I guess uh, it's kind of intertwined with iLab, actually. Yep. So this year I did some Crankworks events, but because of COVID, I I didn't actually get entries. So I got an entry and then because of COVID, I got taken away. And then iLab managed to get me some entries back because they were sponsoring... Crankworks. Yeah, sponsoring yeah. Crankworks. Um, so yeah, they got me into the downhill and the dual slalom. And then because uh, I got into that, I did okay. Did and then, a bit better than okay <laughs> downhill. Yeah, I got, I got fourth and I almost had a huge at the bottom. But yeah. I was like, I was like point... Two off. But I think you've gone over. You like, almost didn't get into Crankworks. Like you were pretty bloody close. Oh, it was came down to and like you, the line, like the week you, off. Yeah, because yeah. you ended up being like because they had a B and A practice, and were you in like the different seating as well? Yeah, I got seated like slowest, or yeah, I got put in the category that wasn't professional and the very first person to drop as well. So it was actually quite good because it got the race run like done, and then I got set at the bottom for ages. Yeah. But yeah, I was essentially like. But how did it, so you sat in the hot seat for the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> so was that a nice feeling or was it? <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. It was a little bit awkward because um, it was a cool feeling to be sitting there and then watching the times come down. Yeah. But then I couldn't really, <clears throat> couldn't. I could see the screen of the girls coming, but I couldn't see it because it was quite far away. Because when I sat down, they were like, I'll look over there and see what all the other girls are doing. Yeah. And then I was like trying to see, but um, I just saw like little bits and I could see like if it was green or red. And then, um, yeah, but I, that was that was awesome. Yeah, um, so that kind of kicked it off. Was that the? Did you only race the downhill at Rotorua? Or did you do the um, couple of other events? Did you say? So I got the dual slalom. Yeah, iLab got me the dual slalom and the downhill entry. So I did downhill first, and then the dual slalom was I got into the top. So I just scraped into the 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 live feed, which is like the final round. But because I just got in, I went up against the fastest qualifier. Yeah. Which was Casey Brown. So and then <laughs> it rained, and I I didn't think well as. Oh, it was pissing it down, eh? Yeah. The corner was slippy. I remember seeing that track that track 
on the TV. That was ridiculous. Did you see the crash reel? It's real funny. It was I like... think crash reel was just a live feed, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, 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 so what you don't see is like the weight everyone has. So you do like one side of the dual slalom, and then they run the rest of the girls, and then they run all the men, and then they come back and you race the other side. So for the girls and the guys, it's like an hour wait. It was an hour, like it was mm. ages in between. Oh yeah. So the conditions like completely changed, like, and yeah. you didn't get to see the track because they'd run you straying back to the top and mm. then you were just waiting so it was kind of hit or miss if you knew if it was going to be slippery wow. or if it was yeah. going to be dry so um actually beat me and casey went up against each other and i i think i got her the first one first heat yeah and then she got me but she got me by a bigger margin yeah um, and then anyway that got me into the summer series and then i did like good at the downhill and the super d so i won them and that's when Nuke Proof kind of came on the scene. So thanks to iLab, I just talked to some brands and then Nuke Proof were like the first to get back to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because what you were also uh, with Radon before that, but then that was coming to an end and you had, for the Rotorua race, you trained on your Radon, which is more like trail bike. Yeah. But then you ended up racing the, uh, Kelsey's Pivot, didn't you? In yeah. The end as well. So you actually like, <laughs> your only run. Was on the, her downhill bike. Which you'd never rode before. Nah, it was a really good bike. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, it yeah. was nice. But then I think it was, um, I just had a bunch of funny crashes in practice. <laughs> One of them was with uh, Craig and Tyler. Yeah. It was like, do you know the middle part? Have you ridden up there, Ben? No. You've got the larches. That's it. Yeah. In the larches. So just bef like the start of the larches is like a step up, like a root step up. Yep. And uh, the boys, some of the boys were doing this line where you go jump, pre-jump before do like this gap and then um, it's just the fastest line that takes you into these routes or whatever or you can kind of go around and I was trying to decide what to do so I kind of went in the middle and I uh, went into the step up really squarely and just went straight over the bars like uh, and someone yeah Krug and Tyler watched it <laughs> they were just like cracking up and then yeah when I got to the bomb I'd broken something to do with my drive chain I think it was Is this the... when the tree fell on you Oh, that was later on. That was another crash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like came off the track and hit a tree and the tree was dead. So the top half of it fell, like snapped and then came and hit me in the back and winded me. Yeah, so, uh, which so much drama. Bizarre. So much drama to a fourth place finish on a bike that you rode once. Yeah. yeah so that's... Oh, I'm like, <clears throat> shout out to Kelsey for giving me her bike for the race. So she was in the same position as me of like, didn't have entries. Mm. until like we pretty much like the day before or whatever but i managed to get in and she didn't yeah so yeah she came up anyway but um yeah thanks to her and, and just for the record that, that you guys not getting entries wasn't really your fault it was because the um it got pulled didn't it because of the covid restrictions so yeah. all the amateur classes so you guys were in the amateur initially because you couldn't enter the elite or had you entered elite and then because you just they didn't recognize your name they pulled you out because of the yeah. restrictions yeah you're right it was we entered pro but then because we had never raced pro before we were like the first to get taken out which is completely fair and it was not on crankworks or anything it was just like yeah they're yeah. restricted by numbers and yeah and uh actually really funny did you watch the speed and style there mm. I can't remember what I watched now, yeah. Yeah, I did, because there, there was that weird, like, volcano step-up thing halfway down. Oh, that was a dual slalom. Oh. That, and and it, oh, yeah, after sorry. it rained, uh, you're right, though, people, like, were struggling to get up that. Yeah, Which yeah. was funny, it was this huge stall wall. I remember that. Yeah. When I first seen that, I was like, no way. <laughs> um, but with the dual slalom, it actually got really windy, so we were all trying to get entries into it, and then the weather was pretty um, dicey. And then 
we started watching practice and stuff and everyone was getting blown by the wind and me and Kelsey were there like like <laughs> thank god we didn't get into it <laughs> we're like what a shame we can race this oh oh well uh, yeah so we were like actually pretty thankful about that um which is good um and then you came to the summer series won the downhill here and that was the same story though didn't you get to only ride your downhill bike on the race day itself yeah so that's when the nook proof arrived yeah, so Nook Proof had been chatting to them for a wee bit, and then the bike they'd sent it, but because they're a European brand, they're like Irish, they um, sent it, and um, yeah, it turned up like the day before, so but like the night before, so I like, yeah, I was in two minds of riding my trail bike, and that was like probably the best track like Skyline's ever done. That was really sick, and then it just happened to rain, like before race the race day, but. The pra- like, yeah, regardless, it was such a good track. That's what I was talking. You get the best race runs in the wet, I think. It was pretty good. And that's probably, like, if... For watching, anyway, the crowd is sick. Cause it was a great day. Yes. Everyone was pissed as <laughs> on the last shoot. It was fucking awesome. I don't know if it would be better watching and racing. or Like, I don't know. Like, that was pretty spectacular. No, definitely racing, but then it was way better to have a crowd of... Everyone just fully lit up. It it's was sick. Probably the best. Pretty loose. It felt like a World Cup, like watching Fort William when people go that crazy, like on the sidelines. Yeah. yeah. Like. I, it felt more like a rally. Everyone was all over the track, and when you came through, <laughs> everyone was like split, and then as you came, like everyone like closed <laughs> like, in again. Unless you're Finn, and then you actually go straight through the crowd. Yeah. How you didn't hit anyone, I have no idea. No, it blows my mind. I was like, no way. Um. And was, yeah, you, well, you'll get that at Fort William, though, won't you, this year? Yeah, so I got an email yesterday saying that I've got an entry. Um, yeah, I got it like, well, I woke up at six in the morning and I like saw that I had an email from this dude that, that I sent my So is that a to. British cycling jersey? Yeah. Whoa, yeah. we're on, baby. <laughs> That's so good. And Jimmy's racing there too, has he told you, Ben? No. Well, I think it, I've entered the forecross, whether I'll be racing it or not is yeah. still to be confirmed, <laughs> I think. But yeah. I've yeah. entered anyway, so I've got the first step. Nice. Surely, surely. So- and oh, there's cash, big cash money up for grabs, so if Jimmy, yeah, if At the four cross? Yeah. <laughs> Either way, I'll be at the bar, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't matter. Yeah. Wow, nice. imagine that. For you as well, racing at Fort William's going to be incredible. Mm. Yeah, because you're, you, are you born and raised Fort William? Or were um, you born somewhere else and then you grew, like, moved there after? Um, yeah, I was born in Inverness, which is like north east. Yeah, of there. But yeah, when I got into mountain biking, it was in Fort William um, after school. So I went to school in Fort William and basically they give, kind of like here you go skiing. They kind of do skiing in Fort William as well, but they'd give, uh, like, I can't remember, so many like free tickets to the World Cup yeah. if you're at school. Wow. And so like all the kids grow up like going to the World Cup for free and it's quite a cool atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and you were a sweeper there a few years ago. Yeah, so the year I like, just before I came here. Just done it once or have you done a couple of times sweeping there? Oh, I think I just did it the once. Yeah, it was the once. I raced, I raced the four cross as well, but um, basically someone pulled out. One of my flatmates, uh, I think it was Mark. Someone was meant to be a sweeper and it, all the positions had been filled and then someone pulled out and I was like, oh, I really want to race it. I'm just going to, like, I'll do it. And then they gave us this briefing and they, like, turned up and they're like, right, so no one's allowed to crash. Yeah. Uh, okay. And, and I was like, okay, cool. I was like, I'm not going to crash. Everyone in the track heaves, like, 
Um, and that's then, when you know you're gonna crash though. If somebody says don't do something, don't think of a pink <laughs> elephant. You think of a pink elephant, don't crash. You crash. Uh, don't like. It's like someone being like relaxed, and you're like, oh, I'm just no, so not relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and that that was the year that the they redid the wood section, and it rained really hard. Mm. And so it turned into. Is a that big where there's a big hole at the start? Yeah, yeah, huge hole. It was like kind of like a little drop thing, but there was there was one line, and it took you into a big hole, and then it turned left, mm. and then there was a bit of boardwalk and like a drop into the where Rachel Afrin dislocated her uh, shoulder. Yeah. <clears throat> and then got someone to put it back in for her, uh, or she put it back in herself. I can't remember, but anyway, everyone was crashing there. So like we did our first runs. We all crashed in the woods, came down, we were covered in mud, and the guy that gave us a briefing was off it. He was, yeah. And then, <laughs> you should have like, been like, mate, you go and fucking ride the track. I was like, I didn't know what to say, I was so embarrassed. And then, um, but I'd never done it before, whereas Mackie and um, Gemma, had, I think they'd done it before, at least one of them had. And there was Petey. Yeah. So Petey was basically an honorary member where he just came and turned up and rode when he wanted, so yeah. he just got to ride the track. Mm. Uh, and he, like, yeah, they kind of stood up for us and was like, oh, it's actually really hard. And you're meant to, like, as a sweeper, to say, like, if something is, like, dangerous. Yeah. So they were like, oh, you need to go and look at that. And they did do some work after practice and stuff, chopped out some roots. But, yeah, that was pretty gnarly. And doing that, like, um, yeah, was was a good challenge. And everyone was screaming at you as well. Yeah. Um, well, people on the side probably just don't... Re- or do you have to wear high-vis? You don't... So you don't really know that you're... A- they probably just didn't realize you're a sweeper. They probably thought you were racing too. So. so you don't need to, but you you have to wear like a number plate, so you get mm. letters instead of numbers. So I think oh, I yeah. was C. I think I was number C or letter mm. C. But then uh, I raced four cross and had a huge crash on the Saturday night. So then I was super sore for like going up uh, to sweep as well, which was funny because they were like, "Don't crash!" And I crashed on the downhill, and then I crashed on the four cross. But it was all good. Yeah. Have you ever nice. been up there? Oh, the World loads Cup. of times. Yeah. Yeah. We'd go every year. Um, yeah. It's Has, just so, so good. Have you had it when it's dry? Yeah. Yeah. Dry, soaking wet. We'd always stay at Camp Lockie near the high school. Yeah. 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 And then... It's uh, a good spot. Yeah. Just, yeah. Walk walk there whilst drinking beers. It's fine. It's so, yeah, it's so good. Such a good week. Like, mm. by the World Champs, was like a week, a whole week in 2007 we went up there. But I, I met your teammate. He signed, signed a poster for me. Is Did that what he won as well? Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> that's pretty cool. Um, Petey's no, ripped his seat off. Yeah, that's it at the top, just before the motorway. <clears throat> yeah, I was yeah. rooting for Petey that weekend. Was you there as well? No, I wasn't. That's when I, I actually probably only got into downhill a couple of years before that, mm. and I was just just, just watching. watching it. But yeah. Petey's always my my yeah, guy. So yeah. when he had a crash, I was pretty off it. Yeah, I, I actually. I love Sam Hill now, but when Sam Hill first started beating Petey, I hated Sam Hill because I yeah. only wanted Petey to win and no one else. And it was like Sam Hill was the one that was winning all the time. So he was always beating Petey. And I was like, oh, I hate Sam Hill. Because and and, I also didn't really, because I was just getting into it as well. I didn't really look at riding technique. I didn't care. So I didn't really yeah. understand, I guess, until like Val de Sol run. Or my, the Champery, I actually think the Champery run as well, where he crashed, was actually just as impressive. But, what, did um, he get third with a crash? Third of a crash, but that was yeah. like also the way he rode Champery was just like the whole weekend for that as well is like everyone was a kind of bit tactical. I think with how they if you, you see Matty Lykinen or Lehekhoni, yeah, yeah, he was like quite tactical with his qualifying. He, he did. And he, he pulled won. over. 
And then where Sam Hill just seemed to go balls to the wall both things and mm. yeah and do real good. Yeah, I think the best the best coverage is that is was on one of Clay Porter's DVDs, uh, and he yeah. did he did like, that the, first first or hypnosis. I'm trying to figure yeah, out. I think first is yeah the one I can't remember. Yeah, but I think it might be first. But that's that's the best coverage of that weekend. Yeah. I think it's yeah. so good. Um, but yeah, that or Val de Sol. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, there's a couple of good Monsensan ones he had as well. Mm. Yeah, just bloody good. Uh, but did you race a bit downhill before you became this... You're the opposite of downhill. You're an uphill rider now. That's what you're famous <laughs> for. <laughs> I don't... I, don't I, I ride... Would you believe... This, this, this is news to everyone, but I ride equally as much downhill as I do uphill. I figured out that's kind of how it works. It's quite amazing. What really? about Yeah. How, how did you figure that out? Yeah. It, it, blows, it blows my mind. But yeah... Yeah, I ride just as much downhill as I do up, would you believe? <laughs> yeah. Um, I believe it when I see it, mate. Yeah, all right. Well, I, yeah. I was going to ask you, actually, because uh, I kind of um, I might get... Might, I'm thinking, Jimmy, about getting one of those um, uplift patties for that old gondola in town. Oh, oh yeah, really? it's pretty old now. Yeah. yeah, but I'm not sure if I want one yet. So, like, I might... Well, we could I, do downlifts for you. And then you could start doing just pedaling up and you can get lift down. <laughs> well, I could. Uh, I, I was going to ask, do you do like a, I don't know, like a three or four week trial period where I could just test it and see if I want to get a pass? <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I've got to be sure. It's a big investment, you see. Yeah. So if you just, just until, I don't know, mid-May-ish. like Mid-May, <laughs> almost few, in a, to the 29th of May. Yeah, just a few weeks. And then weeks. after that, then you just have then a Then I'll, I'll, I'll decide where I want to And then you commit. ponder on it till about mid-September. <laughs> Yeah. When it starts again. That's a good idea. Yeah. Is that a deal? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a verbal contract. <laughs> I'll talk to my boss. I'll talk to Shakar. Big Jack. How's he doing? Big Jack. He's mm. fine. He's back at work? Yeah. He's always yeah. back at work. Yeah. He's oh. always fine. Hardest worker at Skyline. But, yeah. Yeah. Mm. The only He's just using his sick days at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. I, yeah, it's funny. I think that you're most known about like for pedaling but really did you not come from bmx um yeah oh i, I ride all bikes all bikes, all bikes everywhere all. yeah there, there's no prejudice towards bikes um unless they've maybe got a motor but that's another subject <laughs> but uh, but still that's not that's not a bad thing either but it's not my cup of tea um, i've heard you're actually quite good at fakies as well is that rumor or is this true yeah. That that's the thing. Uh, can we see uh, <laughs> um, any record fakies down the access road? Oh, maybe one day without a chain. Oh gosh, no, no. I uh, do fakie challenge. It's a plank challenge. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> but uh, what? Um, no, it's all good fun. What, how many challenges are you on now? What did you start with? So you started with the Everest with uh, Quinny. Was that kind yeah. of the one that kicked it off, or did you have a couple of smaller ones before that? Oh no, that was just um, just something that we both wanted to do, and we decided to do it on the same day. Um, it's weird. It's weird considering them. It, it, it's odd because like in um, like people call them challenges and like missions or goals and stuff, but it's just like. It's odd because that, that makes it seem a lot bigger and uh, almost grander than it is, because it's just uh, it's just to get on your bike and see if you can do it, kind of thing. A challenge but, is a bit like. But I think it's for it's it's all in perspective. If you've heard, for you, you probably just do. Oh. You know, for me, that is a mission. I 
because I had Simon on here because he was raising. He did the Everest challenge for um, raising yeah. money for the um, for the adaptive bike stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I went and like supported him when he did that, and I, I I think I did six laps, which is my max. But on lap two, I was like, even mm. I was questioning myself. I was like, why am I here? Yeah, yeah. This is the worst thing. I'm gonna have to pull out. And then I kept thinking, I was like. Simon is on, what is it? Is it 20, 21 laps, I think, mm. of the hill, isn't it? So he had already done like 15 laps at that point, and I was on two. Yeah. Or no, so I guess he was on 17 laps, and I was on two, and I was like questioning why I was there, yeah. if I could carry on. And I was like, <laughs> get over yourself, Jimmy. You, but, <laughs> you're yeah. on two in, and he's 15 in. I think yeah. I can do another four. So. Uh, I, I, think, I think, yeah, yeah, totally. I think anyone can do it if they just. The, the way I see it is... But it is a challenge and a mission. Okay, it is a challenge, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but in perspective to what you do, because you, you've obviously worked yourself up to... Um, mm. Like you, you to spend... Do more. When you do something like that, you, you... In my head, I think you complete and you do the challenge in the weeks beforehand. Like you... You, you, I guess you do what people call it training it's just riding your bike a certain amount um, <laughs> but um, and then you and then b b when the day comes like for me I've already done it like it's done yeah. I've done it today's just proving it and yeah. that, that's just that's literally that's honestly that's just like now, I, now I've got to show that I really can do it that's, that's just how it feels but it's not really I don't know um, it's it's just fun to try and see what you can do and I've, I've always done stuff like that beforehand like um yeah just biking stupid distances and things you know but it's never really it's just to see if you can do it yeah but but some people just like to some people gate there's it's some gauge definitely motivation in and goal i was listening to um I know you're a big fan of him, tyson fury mm. your best mate yeah what a guy um but yeah listening to his uh his podcast with Joe Rogan the other day and to obviously like his going from depression and then the mental mm. health issues he had and then back to being world champion and it was that that goal setting and those those small targets hitting those would yeah. give him that whole if it, I guess if it wasn't for that it wouldn't have pulled him out of the depression and he wouldn't be mm. world champion today so I think yeah. and even if you're not going through that I think for anyone uh, like for anyone like small goals and missions are just like such a good, and I yeah. find them personally, I look at 1% as all the time. Because mm. I think finding 5% improvement in something or 10%, especially in downhill now, is like not impossible. Nothing's like impossible necessarily, but like super hard. Or it's real hard to critique yourself that much. But to find 1% mm -hmm. is so, I find that so easy. 1% could yeah. just be like having a good breakfast. 1% could just be going to bed an hour earlier. 1% could be warming up before you run and you know if you've done those three things there's three percent already yeah you know you add another two yeah. things there's your five percent but finding five percent in one thing is like super difficult yeah that's interesting and I've so that's how i that's how i always have gauged improvement is going off a percent more of like a percentage of that and i just look for one percent as in everything because ten percent's a big ask as well to commit yourself to a ten percent mm -hmm. yeah. and then failing at that is that that sometimes like Failing yourself is hurts more than like anything else, I think, because in yourself, you always like set real what you think is realistic goals, and then when you fail, you, you feel worse. So yeah. you've set something realistic, which is a 1% goal, but you do five of them a day, there's 5% improvement every single day. Yeah. I think to sports and performance, that is like always, especially when you're getting to a level, like a, a higher level to find that improvement, it gets really difficult. Yeah. And you can always look at people that do it better than you, but like they're... You know, they're almost like something. You look at Sam Hill and you look at PDL, like 
PD's probably like scratching his head how is Sam Hill so like yeah. at the time like so much better but if he like just those little improvements every day will be the thing that Those, gets you yeah. there, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. You two no, have like, like, yeah, the, I think almost more interesting than your challenges and the result is like your outlook. Like mm. you two both have a really good outlook on the sport. Like, I oh, think you're inspiring because the way that you talk about mountain biking and what it means to you. And it's like not about the challenge. It's more about like just riding your bike and, yeah. and then rather than looking at the result of a downhill race, you're like, just the 1%, like, that's really positive. Oh, I look at the look result at. as well. I look at the result in depth. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, what's different um, is, like, with racing, for, for you two guys, it's like you're, you're looking at, at those percentages and looking for, like, incremental improvement to do something as fast as possible or to your best of your ability as possible. But for something that I do, there's always, like, um, there's, there's just, there's just a, a goal at the end of the day or at the end of like a certain amount of time um and and i think it, it, it i don't know it kind of in my head it's, it feels a bit different to some extent it i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say really but um it yeah the the incremental gain thing is 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 like true but when i when like for example the everest you just got to do like i just had to do like 22 laps of that once i've done those 22 mm. laps it's done do you have to do it in 24 hours um, What's the limit on Everest? Oh, I don't think there's a limit. I think there's just... It's going to yeah. be one ride. Yeah, just like one cons- ride. consistent ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes a lot of mental resilience, so... Mm. To just stick with it, even after two laps. So yes. oh, I've only ever done two laps with Gandhi in a yeah. day. I was with you on your second lap. Yeah, you convinced me to do it. Actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm away. I was like, stop fucking crying, man. And get... <laughs> <laughs> you do love a cry, don't you? <laughs> Nah. Oh, I can't help it. Nah, nah, I need you. It makes you feel better. You should just cry out. It, you know what? Like, <laughs> did you cry when you did that? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, the third lap, this is gospel, um, it, third lap of Skyline is always the best. Um, no matter how many you do, as long as you do three or more, the third lap's always the best. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but more a lot of people can, will... Um, Attest to this. Yeah, yeah. Mm, good to that, know. Um, Maybe I should go for free. Yeah, yeah I can't, you should. I can't remember. I remember just. <laughs> I remember thinking about going home for dinner, and then <laughs> I thought I couldn't because Simon's already done so many more. Do you remember on on the on mine and Hemi's Everest when you came and joined us? Yeah, joined it was us in pissing that thunderstorm. Down. Yeah, like, picked the last worst laps. To it was you. like it was lap sixteen, and 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 uh, yeah, you and JT came, and it was like. Yeah, like what the the fire edge is like a river. Yeah, it's like so grim. You lent me you lent me your gloves, um, which had holes in the fingers. I remember. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, thank you. I think. (laughs) (laughs) Needed those. Your fingers are so much longer than mine. Yeah, probably a good thing. Really. Yeah, like way bigger. I made it myself. Do you go to like a little place in your head? Like, what do you think about when you're riding up? Do you put like the world's problems to write, or Um, what's your thing? A lot of stuff. Um, I don't. Do you have um, like a go-to place? Yeah, um, kind of. You you can really zone out. It yeah. depends where you want to go, but um, everyone talks about the pain cave. But I've I've decorated cool. my pain cave with chaiselonges <laughs> and yeah, yeah. It's actually quite a nice place. Is it like you know on Happy Gilmore? Have you seen that when he's uh, when he goes to the place and like Bubba's playing the piano? Oh, oh yeah, no, it's, um, Bubba, no, it's the guy name? with the hand. Yeah, what's his name? Um, oh my god! Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's playing. Yeah, you happy? It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like the midget on the little. Yeah, yeah. And there's a crocodile there too. I can't remember. Yeah, 
Probably. I think he did talks as well. Oh yeah, the crocodile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like a good dude. Jumps. Yeah. Jumps. That's, That's it. Yeah. 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 Amazing. <laughs> But is imagine, that like your place yeah imagine you're a place to surround with like dad jokes on the wall um the, <laughs> that's why I, 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 I yeah that's why i try and make my jokes though um but no i don't know i don't know you, you can just think about anything but you i think you've, you've for me like when you're in that that mindset and i guess like it's yeah it, it's a nice place where thoughts are clearer most of the time and you can kind of solve problems or just chill out or listen to music it's just a nice place to be. Mm. It's um, and and you've just got to accept that it's gonna it's gonna take this long and uh, it's gonna hurt and it doesn't really matter because you can't do anything about it. So you just do it, <laughs> and and that's it. It's as simple as that. You just gotta yeah get on with it. But yeah, I don't know. And then yeah, so that was it. Yeah, that Everest day was, was good fun. So Everest was the first. Really good. And then correct me if I'm wrong, but then did you go to the Olympus Mons after that? And then this year, was it the t uh, million feet? Um, no. So, so, yeah. What's the, what's, um, oh, gosh, what was it? What's Ever the timeline? So, <laughs> so it's Everest with Henry. And then the next year, it was the stratosphere. Um, so what's that? Um, that's, oh, gosh, that was, um, I gave myself 30 days to climb to the height of the stratosphere. Um on that really wet December in 2019, oh, yeah. um, oh. where, the, where the lake almost flooded. Um, and that was Twice. Good. Twice, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, so yeah, that was like, did that, so that was the stratosphere thing. So you also rode down from the stratosphere too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Whoa. exactly. This is, it's just clicking, isn't it, for you? <laughs> like, fuck, actually, it's not that bad. Um, but yeah, um, so I did the stratosphere and then, the year after that was the Olympus Mons, which is, which is quite a big one. That's, so that, so that yeah. one is, what is that on Mars? Or is this the biggest yeah. mountain in, in the uh, solar, solar system? system? Yeah. Which is on Mars? Oh, on Mars, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. no one, has anyone repeated that yet? Um, yeah, um, Emma um, has repeated it in uh, Nelson. Oh yeah. So um, Emma Baitup, she's she's just just done it, which is awesome. It's just so good. I wanted I wanted to make it like something that people can can do once they've done an Everest. Yeah. Know? So Everest, but if you Everest, there's a website, isn't there? Yeah. So you can Everest and get a, and go on the website and record your ride, yeah. and then that's one consistent ride. And then your Olympus Mons effort. How high is that again? Um, it's like twenty two thousand meters twenty two thousand meters and then what's your time frame to do that in? um 72 hours so i've got like some i've got a website yeah olympusmons.cc um <laughs> and uh there's like is it merch do you have olympus no, mons no, merch? No, I don't. Ella, Ella could get on this oh we could um, i have got some stickers pan cut me some you could um, be our first some official sponsor olympus <laughs> mons merch at talking turkey um, <laughs> Well, this is, it needs to take off, really. But, um, but, uh, but yeah, I've got a website with some, some vague rules. And it's, the rules are you've got 72 hours, so three days. You've got um, three rides, um, so like one ride a day. Um, and you've just got to uh, loop, you know, loop your ride and accumulate that amount of elevation after 72 hours, essentially. Um, so, so, yeah, it's kind of like if you divide it into three, it's like 7,000 odd meters each day so it's almost three everest in three days minus the thousand meters you know but yeah. but yeah i don't know that was that was yeah so that was uh 2020 2021 was um and you must have did you cry at the end of that one 
The last day was pretty good. You actually picked mm. some shitty days for that one, too. Yeah. Because Remarks was like peanut butter, was it? Or... Yeah, how do you guys know all this? This is mental. And we remember it. So you got rain, didn't you have like real <laughs> rain, like sleet <laughs> on the second day? And I then. I remember not riding with you. Well, the last day yeah, was like yeah. a real cold at the top. You almost had hypothermia and everyone joined you. And yeah. You must have been crying at the end of that, that one, surely. Uh, I, no, I, no, it was more relief. Maybe I was, but I didn't know because was, I was that wet. Um, yeah, <laughs> like the second day, the second day, it's, yeah, this is in November. Um, we so started, it's summer. Yeah, it was like midnight start and like at 2 a.m. it was snowing and sleet and like, I swear, I fell asleep whilst pedalling up Coronet Road and like, I was with, luckily I was with Jamie Mackay at the time and like, I was all over the place and like, I think just following his light kept me going, but it was very, very unstable. And then had like a little nap at the top and then had to descend in the snow. It's so, so grim knowing that I had to do it until like about 8 p.m. that day. Um, and then, yeah, but anyway, it was still good fun though. Like this is it, it's just riding a bike. Like it's not dramatic, it's not bloody, you know. Um, it's, it, you know, it's just, it's just, just a big bike ride. Um, but anyway. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, no, no, I, I, I hate like, um, like making it like a fucking Billy Big Bollocks, you know, um, all that. But it's like, but anyway, the the third day was like remarks, and that was a great day. Like, and you kind of almost acclimatised to it, and it was, it's, it's brilliant. And Callum was taking pictures, and he was halfway up, just chilling out on Windy Corner, yeah. and I was going past, like, yeah, man, this is so sick just like buzzing up and down and I think I was listening to some music that day having a sing because you can like shout at the top of your lungs and nobody really hears you so it's great and then uh, and then I got down to my last lap oh no my, my, my jumper got stolen that was the, the bad thing yeah that was a bad thing about that day was but it it's okay jumper? it was but it kind of worked out to be really good I'll tell you about that in was a it second. Olympus Mons merch you first no. <laughs> <laughs> no it was it was That's my favourite jumper took off your, your one sample that's yeah <laughs> shit um, that it was um, and then the last lap I got to the bottom and, and like uh, Tim and Pang had closed the shop early and um, all the staff as well as like a few other people as well like Stephen Gnomes came up and like it's so cool um, and then we did, did the last lap but then it turned into like heavy hailstorm like when you when you go to like the gravel and remarks yeah and a few people backed out like no no i can't do this yeah and it was just it's so so grim um so grim and everyone was just like was on the edge of hypothermia by the time we got to the bottom like like violently shaking in the in the van just Mm. like yeah it was so horrible (laughs) but it's great at the same time it's so good um but yeah it's just that that's what creates the stories isn't it you know? yeah. yeah, that's a type two fun. You know, like afterwards, yeah. you just like really appreciate all that time. I'd put that to like type four. Type four, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's very yeah. hectic. What did you ride down from Remarks? Um, oh, just on the road. That that yeah. one. Yeah. Um, it was the only. It was like kind of the, the most boring day, but also yeah. I was also pretty knackered. So, so it's probably good not having the distractions. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. But no, it's good. Um, yeah, that's fun. But you don't choose like. You just use your normal bike as well. Yeah. Do you not is like is do you not have somewhere in you like a little bit of a point to prove? Because you make it fucking hard. You've on like a hard um, like a more descent bike. You got flat pedals. You're on a big chain ring. It's, no chamois. 
No. <laughs> but do you reckon no. a flat pair of doors is the best day? But then, isn't that what you said? Like, you, the like the point is for yourself. Like, you disappoint yeah, yourself true. the most. So, like, yeah. you just have a point to prove to yourself. Not so, to anyone. That, that's it. Uh, I don't do it for anyone else. And it's literally as bare bones as getting on your bike and going for a bike ride I guess mm. like you shouldn't you shouldn't if you're doing if you're doing stuff specifically for that ride then I don't know well I know you definitely inspired a lot of people around here that's for sure Sam, I think Simon, since maybe? Did, Simon did yeah Simon said there was like your inspiration but I think just mm. in general watching a lot um just watching a lot of people because mm. like obviously working up scanning all the time you see the like the amount of people on the access road I think has definitely increased since watching you and doing that and i think even outside of that we've obviously we've got a lot of um uh, contractors riding up and down the road yeah and i think when you were doing the a million feet they were they would see you every day yeah yeah obviously like multiple times a day yeah and i think even to that extent they were just like this guy yeah i think you'd like you'd inspire like maybe not to ride a bike necessarily but just to you know to go and find that to find that thing that pushes you and Mm. you know that challenge within yourself i think you inspired a lot of people outside of mountain biking just Gosh, that's that saw you on the road. Yeah. I've, I've never really thought about it like that. Um, that's no, that's cool. Like, man, if it does that, that's that's a buzz. Yeah. I don't know. I, like, it's weird to hear that, but it's it's pretty awesome. <laughs> that's sick. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's cool. Yeah. It's yeah. Wow. Um, the access road popular. But what's next? Yeah. You, have you? Can you say what? Have you um, been doing anything recently? Oh yeah, I have. Um, so sorry, I'm, I'm just. I'm, I was just. Um, uh, fermenting that thought then that you just yeah you just just gave me some good feels we can come back to you, if you yeah that's no, all right we can leave you in the corner <laughs> <laughs> um, um ma- manifesting not fermenting that's when shit goes moldy <laughs> um so um but yeah um and then uh yeah after olympus mons it was like the million feet because when you do something like that you just want to do the next thing and it's kind of a it kind of becomes a you know um so, so yeah but the million feet, I, I only wanted to do that in a year, but then I kind of got a bit carried away come May and um, fin- finished it in 200 days instead. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was good. And that was probably when, that's when I saw the contractors yeah. on the road. Yeah, that's when they see, saw you every day. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and like, yeah, I ca- called them familiar strangers. <laughs> and um, and we'd always wave, and they'd ask ask you know what lap I was doing or what day is it mm. you know and and everyone got really into it and um, that, that literally yeah they'd wind down the windows to say hello and the old boy in the digger he was give he was you a ciggy. crack yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, what's his name Grant Grant that's Loves it a ciggy. yeah 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 no filter oh it's great <laughs> and the, the yeah and the, the zipliner guys and stuff and it, it's just it's it's almost a, a weird community. And um, you, you don't feel alone because when you ride that that much, yeah, you ride a lot on your own as well. Mm. So it's almost quite, quite, you know, when you're walking down the street of yeah. your local town and you see all the people, you kind of yeah. know, but enough to say hello. You know what you've realised? You've become yeah. the weird guy now. Oh yeah, yeah. I am. <laughs> have you have you had much interactions with that guy that walks up the access oh, road? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, we've got a phantom walker. Oh. Yeah. And now we've got a phantom biker in Ben. That's it. It's a bit odd. I haven't been up there for a while, um, but. Um, but yeah, it's all good fun, isn't it? Is yeah. that where you're going to get your ashes sprinkled? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Have people ride on yeah. you all day. <laughs> put you in a pothole somewhere. <laughs> yeah. There's a particular hole on the road that you're like, you put my ashes in that one. It <laughs> pisses me off every time. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, that one. God, when was that? That was 2021. And then 
Yeah, I think you mentioned Louise K2. Yeah. A few weeks ago, I did did another one. But yeah. It's kind of on the down low. Yeah. But it's not on the down low. I just. Come on, put it on the high low. No. <laughs> it's not on the down low. It's just um. Um, I I I didn't want to make a big deal of it. Plus, also, um, the um, we're just working on like a, a really, really nice slideshow to kind of uh, um, to make something of it. Yeah, um, nice. Because yeah, I guess like you say, some people re- are really into seeing what goes on and and stuff that I'm doing, which is which is an odd thought. But if it gets people excited about riding bikes and more people pedaling, then that's really cool. Is the slideshow just pictures? Yeah. Sick. Mm. Well, they had. Um... The picture slideshow, or even like the deep summer stuff. I reckon the pictures, if somebody does it right, mm. sometimes like a picture slideshow, I almost enjoy more than a video because it's yeah. like, I'm not sure. I maybe it's just like a picture is just like so much, so much more detail than like one picture. And then if it's done yeah. really well, mm. like it's real, I think, real good. I think I get more from that as well sometimes because I yeah. watched the deep summer from Crankworks and the. Um, That's my favorite. Of- favorite part it's so cool hey yeah and yeah. it's like i think videos are meant but i almost want to watch videos like three times to get as much because then you stare at a photo you like absorb it whereas yeah. videos yeah. like sometimes it's like one shot and it's such a sick like bit of yeah. riding but then it's just done and even the, yeah and then it's on to the next bit and then you're like whoa and then another bit <laughs> and it's like you get to the yeah. end and you're like oh that was amazing but i can like pick out yeah the best yeah. bits but with a photo it's like totally yeah, kind of take it in a <clears> bit more so um, when's that coming out um i'm th- i think mid-August um, so oh, a bit wild a bit of a while pull your finger out a bit of a wild up but they're good um, I, there's a there's a there's a local photographer called called Callum Wood who's quite handy with the old wood the old camera oh the camera yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, no he's he's on it um, he's on it and I'm, I'm excited to, to show people it because it's yeah it looks stunning is this something you're doing with Santa Cruz because obviously yeah. you've worked with Santa Cruz for two, three years now. Yeah, yeah. So this is, I actually did it Can on... you run Steve's bike? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, actually did the K2 on the new Mega Tower. Um, so it's big. Sorry, I'm just saying the K2 as if people... K2 is the second biggest no. mountain in the world, is that correct? Second biggest mountain in the world, yeah. But the difference with the K2 is you're only allowed to use the same climb once. So instead of like Everest, ah, yeah. where you just like lap and lap and lap, K two is like you got to find, you got to equate eight thousand six hundred and eleven meters with without using the same climb. So it's almost one big circuit. Yeah. Or just one long ride. One long ride. Yeah. yeah. I think it's good because yeah. it puts it in perspective a bit more as well. For me, it's like I can I know I know how far you went. Yeah. For some of the climbs, and I was like that puts it more into like I don't know yeah, how yeah. many six access roads will feel like. Mm. But mm. I've driven as far as you've run, and I was like, that's yeah, how far does it, when you do like one of these big elevation missions, you, we were obviously looking at, because what's K2? 8,000? 8, 8,600. 8,600. But then how far just in distance do you have to ride to cover that? Yeah, that's that's what I find quite, quite interesting because I wasn't too sure, but it turns out, I think it's like 215K. Shit. Um, on, a, on, a, on a mega tower. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> on a mega tower. Um, it's yeah, and uh, but but it's great. It's, it's really good. Um, it took a long time. <laughs> How many snacks could you fit into your new mega tower? Like yeah, oh, a lot. Yeah. But I, I this is really bad because I should be a bit more switched on. But I um I only ate like three OSM bars and like a packet of crisps in fifteen hours. 
Yeah. Um, I kind of forgot. crisps? I forgot salt, salt and no cider vinegar. Mm. Proper the proper crisps. You oh, know? have you seen the prawn cocktail ones? No. I feel like yeah, I feel like they're huge in the UK now. They've got a set, they've got a flavour here. It's prawn cocktail. Prawn it's cocktail. so good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> prawn cocktail is pretty good. Um, I like yeah. They're delicious. But yeah, yeah I, I remember do, those. Yeah. Skips. Skips. Oh. <laughs> Frazzles. <laughs> no, is it knickknacks? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Nick Nexner probably is actually a hot favourite. What about nah. Space Invaders? Can anyone remember that? Oh, they're those? so old school. Yeah. Yeah. Monster Munch. <laughs> <laughs> I've, not, I've not got anything. Yeah. Hey, we should play the word association game in a minute. Um, <laughs> but with bikes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Sorry, Mega Tower. Um, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, oh, no, I, I just forgot to eat, yeah. really. Um, and then I got out of Skipper's Canyon and I was like, really, really like seeing stars like green kaleidoscope kind of eyes and I was like oh no so I went down to cargo and just like um which yeah and then just uh get, got fed and and it's all good um but yeah to your question that the 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 new Megatara glove box holds a lot of snacks but I failed to eat them forgot they were in there so it's kind of they're yeah. just weighing your bike out the whole time <laughs> yeah. making it even harder I carried a bag I literally carried a bag of cashews the whole way around um <laughs> but, yeah, I was too busy pedaling my bike up. Yeah. yeah, I guess, yeah. It's, it's difficult. When you're not used to it. I'm so, so useless at that stuff. And then I, like, I probably shouldn't admit it either, but like, I did that three weeks out of having COVID, so I shouldn't, I don't know, it's a bit naughty, but what? Uh, riding your bike that much, apparently. Uh, well, you've yeah. just got to be your own uh, lab rat sometimes, I think. Yeah. yeah. Complete. You, you know yourself best, I guess, if you're yeah. up for it. If there's ever anything like, if it's the weather or like something like COVID, you always just look for whatever answer is the one you're looking for. Yeah. And that's the one you go for. Yeah. If it's yeah. like, if you need sunny weather on a on a certain day, you just find that, keep looking for the weather forecast until it yeah. says it's sunny. Take that's that exactly one. it. And if it rains, you just end up being totally unprepared. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. I, I just listened to this uh, podcast with a skate, skateboarder called Mike Vallely. And he like had this crazy crash in the noughties and like folded his foot in half and it was like, it was like a really horrendous thing. And the doctor was like, you're never gonna skate again. You might be able to walk again. And he was like, nah man, I'm going on the Tony Hawk's mega ramp tour in mm. 15 weeks and I'm skating. Yeah. And and uh, they were just like, do what you want. And they kept trying to book checkups with him and, 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 and he just ignored them all mm. and just rode a static bike and lifted weights and then just thought about skating. Yeah. And then, yeah, he came, went on a tour, like first day, just blew up, like showed everyone how to skate. It's, oh, but, like, he didn't yeah. crash. Like, no, no, no. He could, and, and I was like, holy shit. And I, like you say, Jimmy, like just manifesting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you really got to believe in yourself. It's like a good mm. yeah. thing and to take from it. That's it. And like in preparation for any stupid shit, like pedaling wise, it's all about, for me, it's just thinking. That's, that's what you do on the factors road. It, when you're thinking, it's just you, you're manifesting and imagining doing it mm. to a point where it becomes a day and you're just like, oh yeah, now I just got to prove that I can do it um, to anyone that cares to watch. Yeah. yeah, that's even what how this podcast came around. It was just, it was in the first lockdown was the first time I'd ever had time to listen to podcasts because I'd never found one that I'd, I was looking for short ones, but I'd never found anything that I really wanted to commit to. And then in lockdown, we obviously had a lot of time. And I yeah. went out digging, riding, whatever. And it just gave me that chance to listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah. And I'm like, 
That's people really... just talk shit for hours. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I can talk shit for hours. Too. <laughs> I'm hey, do I this. can do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're so good. I love mm. podcasts because you can like listen to them riding and stuff, and you get to know people who are like, uh, I don't know, like in social media only shows you so mm. much, but then you actually get to listen to someone and their views, and mm. they're way more relatable. So one day, this is how my thing is. Well. I was because a lot of people film the podcasts as well. It's normally just in a room, like what we're doing, and I'm like who yeah. wants to look at that yeah so this my original idea was doing it in reverse so we go on a ride you need to be mic'd up there so you go yeah. on a ride with a head cam on or whatever and you actually film something quite good so say we went on a ride we'd go and do yeah i probably wouldn't do one of your rides but i'd never do yeah. a little bit of it but we go on a ride and we talk talk shit and that's the ride but you yeah. get to see like head cam you get that's to see the person see how the idea. ride and then mm. you can take the audio from that for a podcast yeah. rather than the other way around of like yeah, just take a rubbish then. video of people sitting in a room. But you could, you could. But do I've never that. got. Yeah, oh. I, I still, I just need to get the mics. Yeah, yeah. Which is probably never going to happen. But that would be <laughs> that, um, that's the, that was the original plan. This was just the easy, this is the easy option because then, then I got yeah. injured a year later, and it actually gave me the time to. Yeah. To do it. To do it Holy so moly! That's how we well, started. it's it's impressive because do you know what? Like a, a lot of people talk the talk, Jimmy. But you told me about this like a year or so ago. Yeah, a couple of years ago, you, we was we was having a barbecue because mm, you had a podcast idea too. I yeah, mine was a bit. Go on. Uh, I can't remember. Pretty good. I know. I'm always. I can't remember. Someone will steal it. You just but, keep it. But anyway, yeah. by the by, we'll come back to it. Um, yeah, like <laughs> um, you were like, yeah, I want to do that, and 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 you did, and that's cool. I like it when people do that. Yeah. But and can, how is your injury going? Are you back to 100? percent Um. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. You just keep. 1%. Keep going, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just go one percent at a time. Well, it was when the first time I was riding. We were, was back in August. I had that Liz Frank, which is a foot injury, which is just like a niggly one. That's what, yeah. Is that what the skateboarder had? I bought real bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like they're they're just niggly, and I, it's something that will at the moment, for the most part, I don't know. It's a lot of the time, but it will come back. Mm. Sometimes I'll have a sore foot, and it's more like the arch of the foot that's real sore. Yeah. But. I also just think if the pain's not like more than a four or a five out of ten, it's you just keep running it at that. If it goes a bit more than that, yeah, yeah, then just back down. That's so, in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, and I think obviously doctors know a lot about what they're saying, but I think what when a doctor says that you can't ride unless they're a rider themselves, I, I wouldn't really take that for. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't really take yeah. that too seriously because I don't think they always understand. Yeah. That's what what you how much because even if i don't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> some of the physios around here are real good though yeah i think they'd be i don't go to them but i know like do you, people do and they like ride or have a better understanding of it i think yeah. which is good yeah yeah remarkable physio i think is the best they understand that you want to get on your bike as soon as possible yeah. and it's not a case of um <clears throat> like nursing the injury until you're fully capable it's more like get you on your bike as soon mm. as possible and then let's let's work with that then tell me what mm. back so yeah if anyone's in queenstown and wants to go to remarkable physio go and talk to pete he'll sort you out <laughs> and if pete's not available his team will be awesome Same. yeah um i can vouch for that yeah remarkable have been awesome and mm. even with shoulders i had about a niggly shoulder i had two niggly shoulders actually and they were going nowhere and i went to see them for one session and they got me booked in for x-rays and whatever mm. yeah and use discount code Jimmy yeah. Pod. Jimmy Pod at <laughs> Pete at Remarkable Physio loves Jimmy for your discounts. Yeah. 
that would be the next have one, you sorry. ever been injured louise um, i can't remember you, you ever off a, a ooh, bike i'm touch gonna touch wood. touch wood right now but okay. um i've never broken anything no i've had no. like no i mean queenstown loads of people go big and go hard and like have huge crashes so i think i've had like a lot of crashes but just got out of them just bloody good crashed on dream as well and got out of that but i threw my bike away so i think that saved me Mm, um and then yeah i've crashed back flipping and like yeah i've kind of got away with a lot i think and i i know it's just you like you pay to play so at some point i will be off yeah like and it's just a matter of time but i think i think having physical jobs really helps because uh, i'm like a bit like i'd say i was like relatively strong i was gonna say i think because you're you're pretty naturally strong as well as you trying to be strong yeah and i think if you're if you're going to the this is again totally my opinion maybe totally (laughs) wrong but if you're going to the gym to get strong to ride your bike better it's not actually going to help that much but what it is going to help is when you have a crash and you're stronger and you're that it's going to stop you from potentially getting injured more Obviously, injuries are always going to come with our sport, but yeah. you can see like the smallest, skinniest guy, and if he's natural, if he's just good on the bike, he's going to be good on the bike. But when they crash, or he, she, when they crash, mm-hmm. then they get injured. Whereas if you're muscle, like if you you're strong, you're just going to hold yourself together a lot more. So, yeah. Yeah. and if you're lean as well, if you're like carrying a bit of weight, then that's going to also like drag you to the ground a lot faster, a bit lot harder, and it's gonna you're going to get injured. But if you're light, strong, then that's it. where I think the training is more key especially with mm-hmm. the the better riders the guys that can stay injury free yeah because they can then ride more they can take these slums ride more that's definitely yeah. it and in queenstown i feel like you can ride for so much of the year and then it's weird like at a point in summer there's like a quarter like there's so many people who are injured and i've always seen it and like people go on acc which is awesome and then yeah get better and then come back to riding but um yeah i think maybe i just do don't push as much and then just like consistently get better do you, yeah. have you got that feeling mm. at the end of summer where you feel like you can just ride anything here it's like such a good time usually when the bike park's about to close i'm like yeah. it's on <laughs> like, it's so good um, what, what are you, you gonna go and comp- have you got your plans for overseas um so you're gonna go are you well actually yeah you're off to formation next week yeah, on Saturday, I'm going to Utah uh, to ride in the desert and build a line. Yeah, so Whoa. Formation's like yeah. currently the female version of Red Bull Rampage. Yep, it you? is. It's like a um, progression uh, event. That, that It's not a competition, but like it is building up towards like that, that kind of thing. Yeah. Which is cool. And it's going to be like uh, three days dig in. A day of rest and then three days riding. Yeah. Um, and there's 12, 12 girls this year, so um, it's just getting bigger and bigger. Were you, because the first year was last year, or has it been gone for a couple of years now? I think this is the third year. This is the third I, year I'm now. I'm not 100%, but it's, yeah. But Have then, you had an invite before, or, in, or is this your first invite? First time, yeah. And I didn't actually apply. I didn't really think I was, like, I've never been, like done anything like this before, so I wasn't like... I really wanted to go, but I just didn't apply because yeah. I didn't think I was like good enough at this kind of riding to get an invite. But I realised now that that was stupid because it's not about that. It's just about developing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as like a rider and adding to the sport, adding to the other girls, like it's not really about being good enough. Yeah. And then I think as long as you can ride a bike safely, I think mm. they're keen. Um, I think it's quite hard for girls, like because for you, I'd put you more in the in the race sort of discipline of mountain biking 
but I think it's currently quite female mountain biking. I feel like progressed quite a lot in the last couple of years, especially. But mm. yeah. at the same time, it feels like all the female athletes have to kind of just throw the hat to anything to kind yeah. of help, which is a bit of a shame, really, because it means you can't, you know, can't focus, focus necessarily on one discipline and then still get the recognition you need for that discipline. Yeah. Is that like? Yeah. Would you agree, or are you? Yeah, I think I think you're like on the right lines because it is like developing so much and there maybe like the support is coming but it's not quite there yet i think like to get to all these events or to get yeah. to like to do a race series is really expensive so i think you need to like kind of do what you can and just to get recognized and then that brings support and that brings like you level up as well so yeah i so why crank works are so good because there's like a lot of different types of event of events there yeah. and they go all over the world so you get like recognized i think pretty quickly um, what 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 might end up like happening? Like Jimmy says, like the past few years for women in mountain biking and like especially like free riding things, it's it's really progressing. Um, and 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 there's more things like the formation is you might start off with with different um, types and aspects of mountain biking, but through giving them all a go, you might give yourself the platform to then pursue something you the one thing you prefer the best if that makes sense yeah. as opposed to doing it maybe the other way around where you're mm. a downhill racer who through through their downhill career towards like you know yeah decide to then branch off to something yeah it's kind of like a an upside down tree if you know yeah it's almost like the yeah. opposite to what the male yeah the like it's came from like racing and there it's like progressed you look at even though like brendan fairclough's now He's yeah. still a racer, really. Like, I'd still, even though, like, yeah. call him a free racer, I'd still, to me, he's a yeah, racer, but he's yeah. kind of, like, branched off and he's wicked at Rampage and he's sick. But Yeah. Well, like, Kate Edwards and stuff. And Kate well. Edwards, yeah, is a real yeah. good example. Yeah. 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 Still racing well. Yeah. I'd almost associate him like, more with the, the trick side of things. But then, mm. like, he went so good at Lords as well. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah. Oh, he had such a good, and he was in the hot seat for a while, wasn't he? Mm. Yeah. And that same feeling, like, you just know you're getting good time. But mm. then, yeah. I think it is different and like if you think about it like women there's been women mountain biking for a long time but mm. there hasn't been a lot of reg recognition so it's not like developed as much mm. for like racing and all these events so we're almost like a little bit behind and I, th I think with I think it's also come with like the like I feel like Casey's really pushed the free ride side of things because mm -hmm. yeah. I think the downhill on like when I started racing Tracy Mosley was the or when I started riding sorry Tracy Mosley was like the girl like the the, the female, female rider like, yeah. and she was to me she was just as popular as like Pete yeah. like, the yeah. two people I cheered for would be like Tracy and Pete and it was like yeah and then but yeah I think there's just not been yeah there wasn't just as many women but again, especially in that free ride scene, like that was way different. And I think Casey's pushed that, and it's broadened that yeah. that spectrum for the the girls. I think just given given us all a voice, like because Casey knows what it's like and has been through it all, and like so she kind of understands. Like she's made her own event, and what's like, that? Oh, kicking horse. A dark horse. Oh, dark horse. But but yeah, oh, kicking horse is the uh, Chinese energy drink. <laughs> <laughs> it's also bike park in Canada. Yeah. Which is really cool. It's mental. And it's got skiing as well, hey? Yeah, and you go on the gondola, and the gondola goes over a, a, a grizzly bear enclosure in the middle of the skate, in the middle of the bike park. What? <laughs> Pretty cool. They're um, so gnarly. But yeah, and then and you get to the top of Kicking Horse, and then like the whole top's like a moon crater. But anyway. There's actually a race there. I was looking at going and doing. 
get it done. Yeah, you can see a grizzly bear on your yeah, way Yeah, I've never seen one bear before. Maybe, surely the, the fact that you're partaking in, in like so many different types of mountain biking, it's just testament to like what you're capable of. And it's, 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 a, it's a good thing. Surely. Well, like, yeah, and it's, it's just like, riding bikes, isn't it? That's it. That's what I've been trying to say all along. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, I feel so like, what, what yeah. XC races are you doing this year? Oh, you know, I've put my name down for all of them. Velodrome. Yeah. I've got my Lycra. And uh, it's in the washing right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I um, No, I haven't. Oh, I did the 1200. The Coronet 1200 Oh, race. yeah. So, nice. Yeah. Um, but what's... Uh, so at Utah, you've got three days to build... It's you and you've got Jake joining you? Yeah, yeah, yeah Jake. But um, you've done a bit of building up Skyline. You've built a few trails, built half the Queensland Bike Park. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah so it's not like you're uh, never done it before. not comfortable with the shovel. You know your way around a spade. Yeah, I remember when I started, I got huge blisters. And I feel like I've, I've my hands aren't soft, but they're going to be they're soft compared to what they used to be in the yeah. bike park, I reckon. Get on that pick for a couple of days. Just remember yeah, to wear gloves. I'm gonna. I was yeah, actually. Um, I think because if you're yeah. riding after, even if I go for a big day on the tills, but then ride straight away after, then it's like you feel it. It's yes. Yeah, it's, I find it harder, especially if you're nervous, because you think about like the finest details that like, put you off. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm like I am nervous because I've not done anything like that before, but I'm excited to like you have a bit of freedom. So I think I, I'm gonna do my research. I'm gonna watch some rampage in the next few mm, days, which yeah. is exciting. But then, um, yeah, I've watched them before. Um, but I think I'd probably prefer like a techier line and there's a lot of step downs. I was going to ask, yeah, are you going to go yeah. for something with a bit more, like more jumps? Are you going to look for something like, cause is it, uh, like, um, zinc cam zinc that does like more just like the technical shoot sort of lines? Are you going to go for something like that? Yeah. Maybe I'm not sure what exactly the setup is. Like if we go from the top, I know it's meant to be the 2015 rampage site. Yeah. Um, and then yeah I'm, I don't know anything else apart from that but um, yeah I'll probably go for like a tech airline and like I think that suits me and I quite like it it's like a good challenge and you get nervous but yeah. and yeah. then there I think I'm sure there'll be our jump at least at the bottom which mm. yeah which will be cool but everyone's line will probably feed into that in a way yep. so I won't really need to worry about building a big jump Yeah. and then yeah I loved working at Skyline doing the digging but I feel like Jake is like He's a Got, good guy to have with you. Yeah, and he just like chills me out as well. Like he's such a chiller when you mm. ride with him and stuff, and just and he's really talented. So I think yeah. he'll be a good person to have there because just real relaxed and yeah, and just be able to talk through stuff, mm. like have a look at the lines and things. And when I asked him, he was so excited. Mm. He was just like frothing on it straight away. So good. That was great. Nice. Yeah. I was like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, yeah. Because um, cause I didn't apply. I was like a late entry, basically. And I did ask the other girls. I asked like, um, the other girls that I met at Crankworx. I was like, did you guys put my name forward? Because I was like, this is amazing. But I was like, what's going on? And they were like, oh, no, we they get to say who they think is capable. But there's actually like a panel and they like run, they basically make the decisions. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know exactly That's how so it came good. about. But they... um. <clears throat> yeah but the girls are really keen and yeah so after really the free good. ride career and then yeah. fort william are you doing enduros and downhill races after that or are you just going to try and follow the downhill series um well uh i go i've i'm gonna I haven't picked my flight i need to fly straight to fort william and then it's like four days later is like the world cup which yeah i just got an entry to so i'm definitely going to do that and hopefully i can qualify 
because that'd be sick. Yeah. And then, uh, I'm turning up. I'm selling. Qualifying. <laughs> yeah, I'm selling yeah. Uh, Louise and Jess Blewett merch, man. You guys got to be there. <laughs> so there's, um, yeah, there's 15 spots for like to qualify. I'm making and it right now. The top 10 are uh, protected. Yeah. So like, yeah. there's basically five spots to get in. So like, I feel like Jess, I want Jess to. No, dominate. no, there's more than five. Like there's if more? if oh, say the if, top 10 oh, didn't qualify, there would be then more. everyone. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's still like the top. Was it 20 women or 15? Uh, 15. I, I don't want them to crash, but it would be great if they just... Yeah, the top 10 like could just sit out. Puncture. Yeah, they're busy. They're yeah. like, you can distract them. But yeah. I'm Man, Jessica. you're good. <laughs> I have high hopes for you, Louise. Oh, thanks. I'm excited. Uh, it's going to be great. I'm just excited to be going overseas and have like such a cool opportunity. Yeah. It's... um. Yeah, and then go. I've signed on for two EWSs. So there's EWS a week nice. after that. So yeah. like a that, week after that. In, uh, in the Lathan Tweed Valley. Yep. You've been there before, right. eh? Might cut down my it's handlebars. My favorite. Yeah, yeah. I like. I didn't. I didn't. I did like it when I was in Scotland because I go and do some enduros there. But it wasn't like, like the riding on Fort Williams, obviously my favorite. And then like, there's so many other spots in Scotland that are really mm. good. So I'm gonna try and like go to loads of different places. I think you have to go to Inlathan like five times before maybe maybe three but the first time i went there i hated it yeah it's pretty different (laughs) i like i hated it and then but now it's uh, honestly one of my favorite places in the world to ride i I love it yeah yeah Yeah. but the first time i was like this is i don't understand why people will like this because it's it's kind of niggly it's just niggly the whole thing is niggly and janky but then it's on yeah one of my favorites i remember there's like a downhill race there and it was like two trees and it was like skinnier than this table like which is not that like not that big but, yeah. and it was like a fast section and mm. oh it's so freaky you're like oh, holding on and then uh yeah no leaving is pretty good yeah and then i like can't decide whether i'll drive or fly to europe um because i signed on for an ews in uh, uh italy which is Val de Fassa, because I've heard that's got like less pedaling. So, mm. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> um, than is that the other you ones. Um, yeah, I actually did. <laughs> yeah, I had a, I ch- chatted to a few people and they were like, yeah, last year, like a lot of the riders said that like they almost didn't like it as much because it, it was more like downhill yeah. oriented, which I was like, yeah, okay, sign me up. Yeah, And then, <laughs> and wow. then um, yeah, um, maybe I'll drive. If I drive, I might go to like do a wee road trip down. Uh, like and ride Sheffield and stuff. I've never ridden there, and maybe do about Wales and then. Yeah. But um, and then I've got signed up for Mega Avalanche, which you're gonna do, right? I've not entered yet, but I'm planning. It's on the um, to do list. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It's good value. When are you going to Sheffield? You'll be in Sheffield, won't you? You're like north. You're north east. I'm day. more north than it. Sheffield's like she- south to me. Oh, I can't talk. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, no, no. I was just planning on a sort of meeting yeah, up there. Sheffield, yeah, bloody summoners down in Sheffield. Not up north like me. <laughs> yeah, you should, oh, everyone from New Zealand's just going to reunite in UK and overseas. Yeah. But like you said today in the shop, you're like, I'm, I'm excited to go away, but how exciting is it going to be coming back to Queenstown after yeah. your holiday? Isn't yeah. that such a weird but wonderful thought that you're, you're going to... The best bit about the holiday is coming home. Coming <laughs> back, yeah. And it's like, yeah. That's when you know you've got it made. Yeah, that's when you know you've done it right. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's full of good people here. Mm. But the, the thing, you also know coming back to Queensland, things do change as well. Mm. To like, you come back and there'll be a new trail to ride or yeah. something, oh, you yeah. know, you go. That Yeah, I think that's what makes yeah. like this, like Queensland just like a little bit more special than yeah. like, most places I've been. I don't want to say everywhere, but... Might go home and nothing's changed. <laughs> it's like well, quite often. It's been so long since I've been home, so I think a lot of it things have change. changed. But mm. when you go home for a year, 
like nothing's changed. As you come back here, and there's a there's normally like two or three new trails popped up, and it, it's funny to think like Queenstown's been all around for a long time in the mountain bike scene, especially like the high like the higher end of mountain biking, like the real progression of the sport, and it's yeah. still. It's, mm. I actually think that now what's changed is that the uh, like the intermediate trail and the those things are what's getting built now. Yeah. There's always been a community of r real high end riders. Yeah. It's and now then, trickling down. And it, and it's trickling down, and so you're getting a really good introduction. So you can come here at any level and enjoy it, and not only enjoy it, like the progression you get from being here for a month or something progresses you totally. to that that higher level real quick. It just builds everyone up too because everyone gets so frothy. Mm. Like when there's people like truly like, excited about that, riding. Yeah. It's like, um, I guess like McNeely and Hot Rod, mm. two trails that like the amount of traffic traffic they've had like, the past few, like what had McNeely on the first year? It's thousands of people, wasn't yeah. it? Thousands yeah, it of people. Yeah, it was pretty gnarly. Yeah. McNeely gnarly. It was nearly gnarly. It was good. It opened the week I got here. And it was like perfect timing, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's, I was it, looking for a house. It's weird to remember or try and imagine like Queenstown without McNeely and those mm. those trails that are so Oh, even at beach, the beach does. Yeah. Getting around to the Kelly's table. Mm. It mm. used to be like going up the Fernhill routes, which is like... Horrendous. It's the downhill track, essentially. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that would be the only way up. But I think the one thing, like trails are one thing, but I think the community and the people that are here is... Is the other difference, and if I don't think anyone comes here and stays the same, no. you know, I don't think anyone is is the same person they arrive as, and what's and that's just because everyone rides with everyone as mm -hmm. well. That's what like you always think like you'd like to think that you ride with people, but I think this is like you can't help but bump into people and it's, ride. Yeah. Like everyone's so open to ride with here. Yeah. There's no, yeah. <clears throat> it's like it feels like there should be a bit more of a click, but I think if you. Mm. It's the best. Yeah, it's you the can best tell it from community. anywhere. Like, it's, anyone. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's, it's like you wonderful. pedaling up the access road. You're just like, I was when I first got here, and I was like, oh man, that guy pedals so fast or like hard or whatever. <laughs> and then you actually just like when we've pedaled together, you've just been like real chatty and chill, and you just do you like. Mm. It's oh, quite nice. But what's also wonderful is like, you know, you do pedal to the top of the access road, and you're like, oh, I wonder who's at the top because you know there'll be a dozen people you'll pass or like you're coming down or you'll see at the top and like everyone's like it just feels like such a small like great community of people you know yeah. Yeah. everyone's so friendly and everyone wants to ride everyone else you know yeah so yeah. it's really special yeah yeah lucky buggers yeah we've got it pretty good it was really yeah. nice here yeah, yeah and that's why it's gonna be good to come back as well mm. like how long has it been since you've been home oh a few years yeah. i went home in 2019 but after two days, I freaked out and came back. So <laughs> and like, I, booked, I booked my flights and I was there. For, I was back in the UK for two weeks. But um, but yeah, I yeah I went home and the next day I got like a, I think I got some some holiday pay or something. And then like the day after that, I was mixing plaster, um, uh, labouring like in a small damp cottage in the middle of nowhere, in, like in, in Lincolnshire, just like mixing <laughs> plaster, listening to the radio. I was thinking, Radio what? 2, Jeremy um, Vine, it was, the World Threats. It was BBC Radio 6 <laughs> Music, which is a good radio station, but even so, I was just like, I was like, four days ago, I was, you know, I was at the table. I thought you'd be an archer's kind of guy. Shows. Oh, I, sometimes. Yeah, yeah archer's is good. Probably not whilst mixing, mixing plaster, but um, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? What have I done? And I was just like, I just couldn't believe it. 
and I went home and booked flights and I was <laughs> <laughs> the fastest, quickest way back to Queenstown. Um, so yeah, it's been a while. How about you guys? When was the last time you guys were home? I haven't been home for about seven or eight years. Really? Yeah. Wow. But your family came here a few a few uh, years ago. 2016, 17. For Christmas. Yeah. 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 I remember them coming up the gondola. Oh. Yeah, that was pretty good. To, I said hello to your folks at Midway, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they were funny. Yeah. Very much like my mum. Yeah. That's when I realised, that's when you realise how much more, whether it's your mum or your dad you like. And when we were coming down, I was like, oh my mum. Yeah, like, yeah. Trying to embarrass me as much as possible. I was like, oh, but I, then I have to play up and pretend that I'm not embarrassed in front of all my yeah, friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, what I find quite, quite lovely is um, that we've just referred to going back to the UK as going home, although we're all quite adamant that this is home as well. And the fact that you can actually refer and feel that you have more than one home and home isn't necessary. I think home here for me is the people mm-hmm. and the trails and the life, but home is also... Home as well. Home is, yeah. When I first came here, because like most people came here for that year, year travel, and I got given a, a like a diary from my auntie or something. Anyway, so I tried to... It's like, I'm not much of a reader or writer, but I was like, I'll try to just make a bit of a tra- like travel yeah. journal. I'll give it back to her after the first year. So anyway, I was writing a lot of things. And I don't know, it was maybe about six months in or five months in. And I just remember writing. It was once the bike park had started, because that was when summer started. That's when yeah. I, it clicked. And I was like, I'm not going home. Yeah, yeah. And there was this like, I can't even remember the sentence, but I just remember being like, this is the new home. Yeah, yeah. And wow. I think that might have been like one of the last things I wrote in it anyway. And it was this like... So profound. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just yeah. always remember just... Because it did, like you say, it genuinely, I was like, yeah. I'm with my people. Yeah, that's this it. is like my people. That's <laughs> totally it. Yeah. Like, I had that, I had that like realization a, a, a couple of years ago as well. I was like, fuck, like this is this is home now. Like, yeah, I totally. I think Queenstown's quite unique because it's so many different people as well. It's like, yeah, and you, everyone just gets yeah. I think that's why it's exceptional because everyone is so different and from loads of different places. Mm-hmm. And then it just feels like home so quickly. Isn't it great? Yeah. And from so many different places in the UK, all in Queenstown. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, more, a lot of people from the UK. But no, no, it's great. It is good though. Mm. It does feel like home. So yeah, we could uh, wrap it up there on a bit of like a nice, like, gentle note. But... <laughs> oh. Ben? Yeah. Dad jokes. What you got? But while you think, Louise, next year, gone to Europe. You got, so you got World Cups, uh, EWSs, formations. And Crankworks. Uh, and Crankworks. So what's the Crankworks you got overseas? You got, are you going to Innsbruck and then Whistler? Whistler? Well, I'm planning, that? that was my original plan, like just do Crankworks. And then I was like, I, I can't like not make the most of it and do all the other, the other races as yeah. well. Yeah. And then is that the first time you'll be going to uh, Whistler? Yeah, I've never been to Canada. Oh. Who's the, um, i got a big, something I want to ask you for a while, actually. Who was that artist that did the work for the Nukeproof Sharam picture? Oh, it was a guy called Addy. I'll find it on Instagram. It, Why? Oh. Mate, his picture of you was the worst <laughs> drawing I've ever seen in my whole life. Oh, you guys. <laughs> he made like... you look so terrible. <laughs> like... I just in the face. <laughs> Everyone yeah. was like messaging me saying they got their hair good, but I was like, does that mean the face? Yeah, is well, like they got the hair weird? good, but the face is terrible. So, oh, have funny. you ever seen like the Ronaldo um, <laughs> modern yeah. sculpture they made? And Ronaldo was like, that's got to be changed. That's yeah. what you need to go and do. 
That was like, the worst picture. I, I think I could have drawn a better picture of you. I'm sorry, but... Well, that's it. Next year, you're For anyone that's not seen you in real life. So what happened was they were like... Nick Griffith were like, oh, can you send us a photo? Um, and I was like, sweet. I'll send them something with where I'm wearing iLab. And it yeah. was like an iLab photo. And I was like, oh, they're just going to use this. And then when it came out, I was like, oh, they used that as a sketch. Like, yeah. to sketch mm. off of the photo. And yeah. then they put like me in a Nick Proof top. And I was like, yeah, that's all good, but... Satan was like, yeah, it's fine. But it's because I'm not wearing like a new proof top. Yeah. But I was like, yeah. I thought the photo was cool because I was like, I'm with Sam Hill. <laughs> yeah, well, well, they got, they seemed to get Sam Hill pretty good. Yeah, well, but they, they, they probably fucking blew it on like you. 10 or more times. <laughs> it's like his hand got tired or something. <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> 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 He's like, well, I was like, oh, yours is the Friday afternoon job. It's like, oh, come on. Just wait till I do the artwork for this I'm going to do a comparison photo for you and tag you in it. I'll be like, this is the... This yeah, is put your foot down, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get well, him sorted out. Yeah, well, it's funny because they're like the factory team and then me, Dan and Corey are like kind of like add-ons as well. So yeah. we're just like... So when they're like, oh, can you share? I was like, yeah, I can. And I was like, am I factory? Uh, yeah, you are. But I'm yeah. just I'm just like, I'm just... Uh, yeah, I'm just tagging on. And then next year, maybe. Oh, yeah, it's like next year, definitely, next mate. Year. Yeah. Fucking smash it this year. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's yeah. going to be real good. And what you got for next year, Ben? Good oh, question. I don't know. Don't... Is Petey going to find like less bikes in his garage because <laughs> they've been set in New Zealand or what? Yeah, that, that is fun. Um, um, I don't know. Don't know yet. Um, something different. Something very totally different. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to flog. Oh, could you do like a yeah, challenge? I don't want to flog. <laughs> just don't want to flog a dead horse, you know. Um, but I'll just be riding my bike somewhere. So, um, although riding my bike as well as, um, well, I've actually, I've just started playing in an alternative brass band as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's alternative because every Tuesday night we go and we meet up, but we play each other's instruments. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not blowing my own trumpet or anything, but we're really good. <laughs> so. Yeah, jokes. Yeah, jokes. <laughs> but the worst bit is this isn't a joke, eh? Yeah, that's yeah, a joke. Fuck. It's so good. Um, that's it. That that's I made that one up, so I thought I thought that. That was good. On the spot. That's I gonna like that's gonna win Edinburgh Fringe one year. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best reason to go to Vertigo Bikes. It's just to talk to you and be like, and then I'm like, you always draw me in, and you like start telling me something about your day, and then it's a joke. Yeah. I'm like, can't take anything. Just one big walking joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's my the life. Pedaling uphill is one big walking <laughs> joke. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking got them all as well. <laughs> <laughs> Well, doing me. Cheers, everybody. Thanks, Jimmy. Let's cheers, go to bed. Tomorrow. <laughs> Goodbye, mate.